If I remember correctly, they arrived on Samoa with their fucking bulletproof vest on. But when it's time to actually fight Idris and Co, he walks out in his like the skirt thing. But then midway through the fight, he changes what? out yes. of that and puts his shirt back on. And, I'm like, and pants. And pants. Where did he get those pants? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to WITS. We run this station, the Athlete Run Podcast channel presented by Uninterrupted. I'm ex-NFL player turned TV producer Spencer Pacinger, and I'm here with my good friends, Dane Mork and producer Matt. What's up, y'all? I'm excited <laughs> to be back on this podcast. I took a little, yeah. little bit of a break from seeing movies. Yeah, uh, good. And I mean, that John works Fontanelli. well. This is a film podcast. That is true. And, uh, that intro is funny, but sorry. it's not just us in the room. No, not just us. Not just us. We have well, you're a friend of the podcast. Now. Yeah, we, we this two one. Time, I better two be. Time yeah. guest two now. time. I think you're in. You're in the spot. Like nobody's been on this podcast more than more really. Than, I'm more the first than once. Technically, we're still young. You look very at ease right now. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm so comfortable. This is your pod oh, yeah. now. <laughs> but frequent collaborator of the Atlantic, Mister Talk Hoops, Athletic. Oh, I'm not smart athletic. enough for the Atlantic. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, don't sell yourself. No, short, no, no. I know. Okay? I know don't exactly how dumb I am. Yeah. Zach Harper's here joining us, guys. How's everything? Oh, it's great. It's, I, I couldn't have asked for a better experience. <laughs> I was already going to go see the movie last night, and then uh, TD hit me up. He's like, hey, you want to be on the podcast? I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, of course I do. <laughs> yeah. Do I want to talk Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah. Do yeah. I want to talk yeah. about the Fast and Furious franchise? We were excited favorite? to know. Do we want to talk about the greatest fan. franchise ever? Yeah. Why not? Of course. Uh, next to Expendables. Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can talk Expendables yeah. too if you want. I'm knocked out one, two, and three on, on one plane yeah. ride once. It was great. Oh, it's yeah. also Goodness. like so in character for Spencer to mess up uh, names like if I don't, the Atlantic Athletic. Yeah. Exactly. Michael Keegan Key is like a, a staple I'm of on his. Par. This is and who were you talking about earlier? Chiwetel uh, uh, Ch Edufour. <laughs> I know like villain TD is like, fuck. Get yeah, he's like, well, when he right comes now. in, he nails those Nigerian names, and when I can't do him, he's like, "Dane, like, come on, you should know that." I'm yeah, like, but, fuck, man, but but TD will will like hit those names and then say Simba instead of Simba. Yeah, like, come on, TD, like, get those fucking <laughs> A's and R's. Right. And also, we did have a three minute conversation on is it Donahue, Donahue, <laughs> Donahue, like, oh yeah, yeah, in, yeah. A that's, in a sentence, please. <laughs> well, that's just a snapshot of the film study podcast that you guys are listening to, where we preview and review blockbusters that are out that are coming out and that's just what it is that's what film study is right now so producer matt let's dive into us what you got for yeah. us so what we're gonna have today is fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw yes. review <laughs> i know we're all excited about that Man. yeah i finally but settled down <laughs> <laughs> first as always i'm gonna do hot takes Hot Takes is a segment where we react to three trending topics in the TV and entertainment industry with our fiery, fiery opinions. The first one we're going to lead off with was the Inside Game teaser trailer based on the NBA referee scandal with Tim Donahue. So, Zach, since you are the NBA aficionado in the room, take one. I hope he doesn't get any money for this, and I was fully against it until I saw in the preview that Scott Wolf is wearing a gold chain, and now I'm in. <laughs> I can't uh, believe that. It's it's just, I didn't know. Things I didn't think I'd see this morning. Yeah, I didn't know they could do that. <laughs> I didn't know he was allowed to wear a, a chain, but he does, and and I'm, I guess I'm in. Like I, Donnie, he has done nothing but lie throughout this entire investigation mm -hmm. and process. Like Deadspin put him on to, like, 
analyzing stuff in the NBA. I'm like, this guy has done nothing but lie for the last 15 years. Why are we listening to a single word he says? So if he's involved with this movie, I'm going to be very upset. If it's just shitting on him for two hours, I'm in. <laughs> well, but like either yeah. way, like you're still going to see it. Oh, I'm still going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I watched Venom. Like I'm, I'll see it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you going uh, to eat anybody else? Most likely. You're like, can I? Can you give a note to the theater saying, "Don't give this money to"? Right. Tim yeah. Downing? If I can, I pick where it's distributed to. Like, I would love that if we could do that. If it goes all to Scott Wolf's jewelry collection, like yeah. I'm in. Well, to be fair, I don't feel great about this movie because they're promoting it now, and I've just realized it comes out in November first. Ooh. So, like, you know, I, I didn't know anything about this movie until pretty much the last week and the whole time I was trying to find the trailer on YouTube I just kept finding Inside Man so I watched that trailer a couple <laughs> yeah. times but God, that's a good movie we can talk uh, about that movie if you want but no it comes out November 1st 2019 I, I, I'm hyped because I like Will Sasso and I'm a big, big mad TV guy yeah. and he's in that and I don't know if he's going to be playing like a serious role or what he's going to be doing but um yeah, I mean, they were a bunch of childhood friends, and Donahue was kind of the ringleader of this whole thing. Yeah, and absolutely. We were talking earlier how they're just like, Hollywood's taking all these movies and they're glamorizing shit people. Well, yeah, I mean, everyone's like, why is Tanya Harding at the Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true to form. They're, they're probably going to portray Tim Donahue. Is it, did I say it right? Yeah, Tim Donahue. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. probably going to portray him as like somebody that's conflicted, that wants to do the right thing. When at the end of the day, no. the true story is him like, no, let's get this money. Let's yeah. fix these games and get this money. Like you were an asshole. You fucked up your career. You kind yeah. of fucked up the NBA for a short while. You should not have a movie made about you, but I will hate watch it. Yeah, yeah. No, he's yeah. just trash from Pennsylvania who decided to like game the system and, and <laughs> win a bunch of money illegally because he couldn't get by on I don't know what refs make, 150 grand a year, 200 grand a year, whatever it is, but he was like, Oh, that's not enough. That's not I'm gonna, enough. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to ruin the sport. That's what I'd like to do. <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude. It's he's the worst. <laughs> and, and he did nothing but lie. like he wrote a book about it. And it took like even marginal journalists, not let alone like great journalists, just went through it and like, no, that's not true. No, we can prove that's not true. No, that's not good. It was like 10% of the book was real. Zach, you mentioned earlier Venom and our, that actually segues nice into our next take, which Andy Serkis closed the deal to direct Venom 2. So Dane, take us away with take two. There is hope for Venom and Sony. Because of Andy Serkis. Nope. Yeah, I think so. Nope. Because you know, you and I, Spencer say no, but our favorite scene in the first Venom and the only scene we really liked yeah. was when Tom Hardy's tripping out in that restaurant and, he, and he's doing all these it's weird things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jesus. This is dead. Andy Serkis thrives off like mocap stuff and being these weird characters and all this, you know, Gollum, whatever the whatever it was, Schmeagle. Um, <laughs> I think he's going to have a blast doing Venom too, and I think he's going to do a great job with Tom Hardy. And I think it will liven this franchise up a little bit because the first one was so bad. My whole thing is, is will, will his, you know, mannerism be poured into Venom to the point where that was our favorite part of the first well, Venom. Well, you know, it was a part we liked. We it were was, like, he's but, embracing the, but the weirdness was, of this whole concept. He made that entire scene and it was watchable just because he had that sort of inner conflict with himself. But my whole thing is like, will the story be good enough for Andy Serkis to come through? I have hope. If Woody Harrelson is playing Carnage and with it's that the two terrible of them, wig, with, no, they'll get rid of that wig. No, you think they take cues? They're just going to use footage from Wimbledon. That's all <laughs> they're going to do. Yeah. Probably, but I mean, I, 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 I'm optimistic with Venom just because I like the character so much. But you know, 
Marvel just needs to take over. Man, that movie sucked. Well, they, that movie not, was so bad. It's not a good film. No. It is not a good film. There's, there's already been like preliminary conversations on how to include Venom into the Marvel Universe, but I feel like they might have to just blow it up, or this could be the first character where they're like, we know what we've already done. We're still just going to put him in the Marvel Universe and don't ask questions about why, it. Why are they still doing the split studio stuff? Just because they can? It's it's a, it's just a money thing. They yeah. have the property. They're like, we can make money off this. Like Ven- Venom made, I'm pretty sure, over a billion. What? Well, American the, dollars? Yeah. But what? that's... Worldly dollars, it definitely incredible. Oh, oh, <laughs> well, it's like oh, yeah, worldwide. Your excitement just made me say yeah. But like, but that's but that's another Pretty question sure to did. be it's asked. Is to like it. the fact that it makes a billion dollars doesn't mean that it's a good movie. No, but to the studio, they're fucking raking it in. So they're like, oh, we'll, we'll keep it and we'll we'll keep these things going. I thought, I I think it's just a matter of time now. But like, if this movie is god awful, which okay, I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic, but it could be. Um, then they'll probably they'll probably their hand will probably be forced. It's Just, it's still going to make a billion dollars. So now. Venom, real quick, Venom had a one hundred million dollar budget and grossed worldwide eight hundred and fifty six oh, million what? dollars. Close to it. My bad. Man, I mean that's still way more. I would have guessed. I mean that's yeah. a success for any studio. Yeah, that's huge. But yeah. I yeah. I can bet somebody within that production was like, wait, we did we did that much? Oh. What? And they're laughing because they're like, that movie like, sucks. Yeah. fucking terrible. <laughs> imagine if we made a good one. What oh, that would God. Do. Could you imagine if we made it good? Like, even Tom Hardy <laughs> in an interview was like, they asked him, like, what were your favorite parts? And he said, you know, they took them all out. His like, interviews. Wow. And that's that's what sucks is you can read these, like, big stars interviews. It was the same uh, thing with Sad Affleck and Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. You're like, shit, this movie's not going to be good. Affleck's bummed. And <laughs> Hardy was just like, he's got one arm around his other arm. And he's like, yeah, they took everything out. Yeah. Like, And I'm like, well... Contractually, you're signed on for the second. So I think also Hardy's going to try to spearhead that creatively a little more. Yeah. And we'll see what happens. Isn't it similar to what Suicide Squad was, right? Like they apparently took a bunch of good stuff out. It still did hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. at the box office worldwide. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It's just green lights. It's a mess of a film. Yeah, it's awful. Well, Jared Leto even said that they have enough footage of him as a Joker to make an entirely separate movie about him just being the Joker. And them doing that. And like, it's all on the cutting room Their floor. smartest thing, they, that was the first time the Joker showed up on film since the, the original, since The Dark Knight. And they market the shit out of him in, the, in those trailers. Yeah. And just like for Venom, the best part of the parts of those movies were in the trailers. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so it... it, it it sucks, man. It, it's I, I hope they don't they don't ruin it, but I, um, I'm optimistic. I think Andy Circus will just in terms of talking with Tom Hardy and getting those the mannerisms out to play somebody like a Venom will be dope. I just think the world that he's in isn't a good enough world for him to thrive. We like don't they really need know to, anything they about They need it. to blow it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They need to take a completely different reimagining from the fucking original one. Keep fucking Woody Harrelson. Keep white Samuel L. Jackson in the movie. <laughs> and I, I'm optimistic, but like the bar is so fucking low for this for me that if it even mildly does good, it's a success that, in my book. That's kind of a... It's almost a good thing the bar is so low, right? It is. Because yeah. it really won't take that's much. That's why I'm, I'm excited about it because they... They did pretty bad. It's like under promise over deliver. Yeah, I know. But we go into these films and we kind of know what we're getting. And with Venom 2, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I just hope it's better than the first, which isn't saying much. On my planet, I am kind of a loser like you. According to IMDb, just real quick, uh, he's, this is going to be his fourth time directing. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. other one was, uh, b- before this was uh, Mowgli, mm-hmm. uh, which was the Netflix 
film. Uh, so I never that caught was the last that. time he never saw directed. It. I mean, it was this is different. Yeah, there's more characters in it. The the world is a little bit bigger than what we know the Jungle Book to be. Mm. Just it's, it's different. Oddly I mean, enough, Venom is in the Jungle Book. Is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's, yeah. he's just kind of off in the background, but he's, <laughs> he's, back, he's yeah. back there. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix, let's talk about cord cutting. I think we should have a larger conversation about this. Um, but cord cutting is starting to speed up as TV providers scramble to boost profits. Uh, so, Spencer, you got a lot of hot takes on cord cutting and just cable in general. So take three. If you rode the wave and kept your TV subscription, you are winning right now. That's my hot take. Hmm. Let me let me just yeah pay yeah, it out for yeah. You. support that. Okay, so who all has a Netflix? Raise your hand. I've got Digitally Netflix. Everybody has Netflix. You might have Hulu. You might have somebody's friend's <laughs> Amazon Prime account. <laughs> you know, Disney's about to come out with their own streaming service. Warner Media is about to do something big. I know they're doing the whole like HBO, whatever. Something like that. Yeah. But yeah. now we're getting into a fucking you know stash and grab when it comes to all these different entities having their own platforms that you're going to be paying between five and $15 for a plethora of streaming services. Mm -hmm. My cable bill is only like $45, $50 right now. I do have Netflix, but I kind of have friends, Hulu's and Amazon Prime accounts and everything like that. So I'm only paying maybe 50 to $60 total for everything that I want to watch right now. While somebody that says, hey, I cut the cord, I'm independent, I'm by myself, but I have five different subscriptions, you're paying just as much for me, and now you're switching between so many fucking channels that you don't even know what the fuck you're watching. Let anymore. me ask you this then. When these streaming uh, platforms start coming out and start ripping your shows from the places you watch right now, how are you going to handle that? You're going to buy well, those streaming. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, I mean, it's what, what everyone's going to do. But what, what I'm saying is included in a lot of that stuff, right? Like if you have ESPN on cable, then you have ESPN plus on all exactly, that stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. But a lot of those channels like the, the Hulu's, the Netflix, the Disney, which is about to come out with something. HBO has HBO Go and they have HBO Now. HBO Now and is its own They're service. coming out with HBO Max as HBO well. HBO Max is where it's going to have like, they're going to have like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on there, like a bunch of shit. It's going to be like an all-encompassing platform for them. But a lot of those platforms still have everything you need everything that's being shown right now it has the euphoria it has the the i know black lady sketch show just came out it has all the premium stuff on hbo that's coming out right now here and now that i don't need to cut the cord and revamp my entire house when i'm only paying 60 dollars. where if i did do it i would still be paying 60 dollars across five or six different platforms I, I have one service now that can get me all of that you know i do have netflix and hulu but I'm paying just as much as anybody else right now. Well, I think this will be a very specific conversation in regards to whatever the household is really watching, you know? So like, I mean, if you watch two or three things, like a few people I know, they're just going to keep with Netflix or Hulu and they don't need, they don't need the, they don't so need cable. a la carte. Well, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Well, yeah. I'm a firm believer that. Which is pendulum, what I do. The pendulum will eventually swing back because once all these people, you know, all these companies take their fucking ball and go home and play with it, you're going to see... Hulu has their own thing. Netflix has their own thing. Like ABC is going to have their own thing, which is probably going to be Disney. Every fucking channel is going to have their own entity to where people don't want to pay for that. So what they're going to do, oh, just like how T-Mobile does. If you buy a phone with us, we'll give you Netflix and Hulu for free for six months. Right. You're saying gonna they're going to bundle it all bundle together. back up. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait, what is this <laughs> new crazy thing where 10 channels come together to form a package? That's fucking cable. They're going to Voltron it. 
Yeah, exactly. Yes, do, yeah. But time. it's just going to come at a cheaper price. Right now, we're just in the flux of trying to figure out where the middle ground with that is. I, there was a report that came out that um, subscribers for streaming services would want to pay only about $42 a month for all of their streaming services. We're going to get to a point where that will be probably become the number where you can get everything you want for a $40 flat fee. And it, it won't seems be the like, 120, 180 anymore. It, it seems like Disney and ABC are like prime for that with the acquisition of Hulu, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, Disney Plus, ESPN Plus. Right. Yeah. Right. It seems like they're kind of making that play to be like, Plus. oh, you can just get all of our stuff exactly. in just one package. Your live TV with Hulu, and you've got all your favorite nostalgia over on Disney Plus and your sports with. ESPN right. You know what's going to be funny, though, is, you know, there are people who don't give a shit about any of this TV stuff and they're going to get on Netflix one day and be like, where the fuck are all my shows? <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to be like, I have to buy Disney Plus. I mean, <laughs> when The Office gets pulled soon, yeah. like that's going to be I mean, a when huge Friends deal. Got pulled, yeah. I mean, a bunch of women were revolting. So. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's why they signed that hundred million dollar contract and raised prices. And now and Friends is now going off the air as if it was about to already. Yeah. So like Office is about to go off the air and I think uh, 2021, I, mm -hmm. I want to yeah, say. that's yeah. correct. Like all these companies are just fucking splitting hairs to the point where we're just going to say fuck it and not do it in general and they're going to come back and say, all right, let's bundle the five best packages together yeah. and give you this new elaborate thing, which is cable. Yeah. yeah, Jeff like, Bezos I, is going to buy everything and just bundle it all, and it'll all be through Amazon Prime. He'll, he'll be he'll be evil corp. Yeah. He'll be Mr. getting Robert. it in the mail. Yes. <laughs> oh my god! But I do have for for those of you that have AT and T or any fucking platform at this point, my life hack for this is every two years you're considered a new customer. So if you have, well, it's if you're married or if you're if you're living with somebody. Every two years, you can technically be considered a new household. So what me and my wife do is for two years, it's under my name. So after that two-year promo comes up where you're getting like HBO for like $5 extra or such and such for $10 extra, after two years, you just switch the entire service into your wife's name, into your significant other's name. They take all the boxes out your house and then just replace them with boxes under her so name. So now I got to get married? And What? Yeah. If you want to yeah, save money, get right married. Get married. This that's feels what, like a trap. By now, we are on my wife's, and like AT&T is listening to this, hopefully, and like yeah. these fuckers. But when we first moved to our house, it was under my name. AT&T was under my name, or DirecTV was under my name. Then we switched it to my wife's name, and come October, I might cut the cord, or I might just put it back into my name as a new customer, and I'll still be paying like $50, where some people are paying 60 or $70 spread over four or five different streaming services. If you're so. listening and you work at AT&T, he's JK. <laughs> <laughs> my name is, this is Dame Work Talking. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a great way to end, I think, the segment of hot takes. Oh, God. <laughs> if you want to save money, get married. Let us know what you guys think. Interact with us at Film Study Pod and all our social channels. But I think it's time to get into the review of Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. This family is going to war. We're going to need cars and guns. Spencer, why don't you lead us off with just some overall thoughts of this movie that we all watched this weekend? Yeah, tell us about Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what what hurdles did this movie have to jump over? 
Like it to me, it was a clear cut path to success from the start. You have two of the biggest action stars that are just playing themselves in every movie, teaming up and taking on what the you know the person everybody wanted to be, James Bond and Idris Elba. You have a three headed monster that was fucking dope for two and a half hours. Yeah, two and a half hours was a little long for me. It wasn't necessarily two and a half. It was like two oh five. I, I could have used another like hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I felt like you could have, you easily could have shaved off like 15 minutes of that movie and still got just as much action, just as much like poignancy. Yeah. But it was exactly what we needed. We wanted summer fun action with witty banter, and we got that. I don't know where you cut the 15 minutes. (laughs) That movie. I just don't know. I just don't know. (laughs) That movie was fun, but so ridiculous in so many ways, in good ways, in a lot. But, uh, I, I, I sat down and I had a shitting grin the whole movie because I'm dying at the dialogue and how they're talking to one another. Um, every time Statham just comes onto the screen, I just he looks bothered and yeah. I love it. He's like, oh, I fucking hate acting. Oh, like, what am I doing here? How many of these movies have I done? Uh, you know, and the whole time it was weird. I was looking at him. I was like, the Transporter movies were good. I want to go back and watch those. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I had a good time. Like, I don't think we necessarily needed this, but after seeing it, I get it. And um, I, I'm not the huge Fast and Furious fan as uh, some people are. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Um. Hey, <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen them all except eight, but um, this was fun. Idris Elba, I, Idris Elba is so fun. He's so, he was so good in He's the film. He's so good yeah. in it. Yeah. And uh, he and The Rock, their dynamic and, and the history with uh, Shaw yeah. was, uh, was cool to kind of peel back because they did give the characters a little, a little, a few layers. Yeah. You know, and that was fun to see. They didn't really have to, though. They didn't have to. Exactly. Well, they didn't really. What, didn't what are your overall to. thoughts, Zach? So I was lucky enough. I went to the premiere of the Ooh, movie. Yeah. So I wow. saw it a few weeks ago, and then what I the saw fuck? it again last Big night. Yeah, it was, <laughs> um, and so I, I went to the premiere, and when they introduced the movie, The Rock came on the mic and said, you know, this is a chance for us to tell you where we're from. So, like, they go deep into London with Statham. They go deep yeah. into Samoa with mm-hmm. The Rock. And, like... I think it was a personal two hundred million dollar tribute to their homes. Like that's yeah. so like because yeah. they, they're because when I left, like I went with a friend last night, and he was like, "I don't know that I needed them to go to Samoa. It felt forced." I was like, "That's the part of the movie that felt forced that's to you." The, is that's that, the one part. Them going to two Samoa. Hours in. Yeah, and I was like, "All right, cool." And, but it was um, like I'm a huge Fast and Furious junkie. Like I love the franchise. Yeah. I'll even watch two again. Like yeah. I like that's too that's fast, too furious. Too fast, too Holy. furious. That is. Um, not a great movie, but yeah. I'll watch it every time. What does he say? Empty them pockets, cuz. Empty them <laughs> We hungry. <laughs> he says that like nine times in the movie. Oh, man. So, yeah. This was only the second Fast and Furious movie I'd seen. Really? What? Yeah. After the, Tokyo Drift, right? That, so that's, what? I've only seen oh the, essentially God. I've only seen the spinoffs. <laughs> I've only seen that's... Tokyo Drift what? and Hobbs and Shaw. Entirely upsetting. But this movie was so revolutionary it was a superhero movie, essentially, yeah, yeah, with yeah, yeah. with two bald leads. Yes. And I don't think we've seen that Making ever. bald Rep- jokes at each other throughout the movie. Right? Yeah. They're making bald jokes the whole time. I'm thinking, like, but, you, he, but you're bald. You're bald like, as yeah. well. He has like, like Jason Statham has like a, maybe a one or maybe like a half yeah. cut, but like you're still A lot of it was self-deprecating humor. Yeah, a lot of self-deprecating. Like, like, <laughs> calling him Frodo and like calling like the ro- yeah. call not the rock for being, you know, 
too big or like he gets those pancakes and they're just like to the wall right. and you're like oh that's funny like, it's bald boy like, summer like, oh you eat a lot <laughs> it's bald okay, boy hope. summer for sure bald yeah. boy summer like it, it's it's literally the Hulk scene of him just getting all that food and being like you don't want any yeah like he has yeah. fucking a huge stack of pancakes and you're like okay you're big we get it that was dope he lives in Venice he was cruising the boardwalk it, it was it was funny to me because you know in thinking about this movie and I've I literally spent time thinking about this movie after seeing it <laughs> But well, your hand gestures are telling me that. This yeah. is, I've, this been is thinking, a, I've, I've been thinking about it for three weeks. I've just yeah. <laughs> because it's been coming out for a month and a half. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I don't know what premiere premieres like le- legit a month before yeah. they actually go out to the masses. Which I, I assume they were trying to avoid um, Lion King and uh, what was it, Spider Man Far uh, Homecoming? No, Far, Far from, from Home. Far from yeah. Home. But I felt like their premiere was like a month ago, and it just came out this week, yeah, or last yeah. week. It was just weird. And they were, they, and they were very tight-lipped about the cameos in the movie and everything. Yeah. They, yeah. And they even asked her in the premiere, like, "Please don't spoil the cameos in the movie. This is very important to us." And, yeah. Um, and I think for the most part, I don't, I don't remember seeing anything that got out in terms of Ryan Reynolds or, or Kevin Hart in the movie. But when you when you when you think about this movie, it's an action movie in the realm of the fucking. Marvel universe that we're in right now, like yeah. a lot of action movies have kind of faltered because they don't have the star power. The star power that that Marvel seems to kick up, but you get Jason Statham, you get The Rock, you get them le- legit just being themselves and bantering with each other for two hours, and you're well on your way to a hundred million dollar film. And well, I think plus, what am I we, talking we, about? A few of us have said this. Like this didn't feel like a Fast and Furious film. Like until you know, I, I texted you that after, and you were like, "Yo, until they use the super boost or the supercharger." Right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> but you know, David Leach is the director. He did Deadpool two. He did the first John Wick, and stylistically, it it felt like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it some of the action. You know, they'd slow down a lot of you know quick turns, a lot of like you know just different ways of showcasing that, and I appreciated that. I, I thought it felt different enough, but was in that same vein and I enjoyed it. And I understood, you know, the connections, even though they weren't too on the nose with everything that had happened in the other films at all. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't even think they mentioned Toretto. No, uh, they don't mention they don't. I have yeah. no idea what you guys are talking about. So <laughs> that's that's Matt, a good sign, I, right? Is uh, that I, I, no, that's yeah. a good sign that I could I have not seen true, any true, of right. those Fast and, and Furious movies. In, right? And I was yeah. I loved it. I thought it yeah. was a great movie. I thought I just think I'm an action movie fan yeah. now. I don't think I realized that until John Wick 3 and then this. Yeah. To be I'm fair, like, you would actually probably enjoy going back and seeing like, like Shaw's introduction and stuff like once, that. Into once that The Rock comes into the, the franchise in five, five, like that's when it really picked up and it, and yeah. took off. And franchise Viagra. It, it, it is. It's franchise Viagra. And, and in six, that's when it became a superhero franchise. Yeah. Yeah. Like in six, they start going really outside the the boundaries of what stunts are like there's there's a scene in six where dom please please say it flies please say across it. the freeway <laughs> catches letty in the air yeah. and softly lands yeah. on a windshield <laughs> and it gets up and like, he just gets up like, it's like i saved you and it's like what yeah. can we can we talk about yeah. how people in these action movies these fast and furious movies just aren't affected by shards of glass anywhere. There is like, no bruising. Like I, ever. S- I stepped on the tiniest bit of glass in my home a couple weeks ago and I was out of commission for the rest of the night. These guys are you falling out football. of windows. You played football. <laughs> no, glass really hurts. <laughs> like these guys are like getting tackled through windows and getting up on their hands and like running away. I'm like, you should be looking at your hands in sheer pain right now. The rock that's, fell out of a skyscraper that, in that's this the movie. Shit. Yes, and I was just about to say that. Yeah. I was like, he didn't even think 
twice about that shit. He just jumped no, off. He just got up. It was full of other guys with Samuel Jackson where he's and, like, let's do it. <laughs> and Jason Statham took the the safe route and just fucking rigged an elevator to plummet and then he stops at a floor and a half before the ground and he's safe. Like, no, you should be dead right now. I liked when he gets in the elevator he goes, no one tells me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> Close the door. The one line, the cheesy one-liners in this were so oh, funny, man. Well, well, what are some highlights for you guys? Why don't we The entire movie. And, oh, <laughs> the entire movie the highlight, yeah. So Spencer, why don't we start with you? <laughs> I like I like the fact that they didn't they didn't shy away from breaking the fourth wall and introducing past characters that The Rock and Jason Statham played. So, you know, if you those of you that have seen the movie, you know, they're walking past Jason Statham's car collection and there's an old mini coupe there. And obviously everybody knows that he played Handsome Rob in Italian Job. But he says, oh, it's just a job I did over in Italy. I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah that's you like did that. Like, that was oh, I just caught that. Like, yeah. I was like, that's, and they literally like, like kept the camera on the car for people to be like, I want you guys to get it. Three seconds. He, yeah, there you All go. Right. You got it. Yeah. All right. Another one that, that was kind of, you know, you have to kind of think about it, but Jason Statham was the lead in Crank, which yes. is really like he has to like electrocute his heart in order to stay alive. And there's a whole scene. <laughs> Of him and The Rock being electrocuted like four or five times, yeah. but that was a nod to his crank days. Okay, like they don't they don't shy away from bringing in you know past movies that these characters have played because it's it just makes the world that much more fun. Even the uh, 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 Maori hook, the Maui hook that The Rock played Maui in Moana, like right. that symbol was all over Samoa, and it's it's an iconic you know uh, Samoan. Um, uh, fishing hook, but you can't you can't see that hook in Hobbs and Shaw and not think The Rock played Maui in Disney movie Moana. So it was just a so lot of you're, you're a lot of callback. Know, a testament to you know their homes in the movie. In a way, it was callback to a lot of their their career. And I would even add in the pretty much the entire fight scene in the first fight scene in Samoa is is basically just an ode to his wrestling career. Yeah. It's got yeah. him, it's got Roman Reigns. They're doing nothing but wrestling moves the yeah. whole time. Like it's it, it is kind of like a oh by the way this is where he's come from yeah. literally and and as a career. Qu- but quick question, why didn't they give Roman Reigns a line? Oh yeah, I guess he doesn't speak, oh, he does he? He yeah. doesn't speak and I was like I saw the promos of him being in the movie. Yeah. And I'm like oh that's great. Like he gets he gets another, you know, one of his brothers wrestling brothers into it, but he has no line. I think he yeah, did like he a didn't. signature wrestling move. I was actually waiting for The Rock to do his rock bottom, and he never did it. Yeah, he usually he usually gets a fucking rock bottom, and yeah, he was suplexing people film. and everything, but not that. He yeah. didn't. He didn't do it. I don't. Maybe it wasn't his contract. Maybe they have to pay extra for that. <laughs> I'm just I'm just like laughing right now. Dollars. I'm just laughing right now because I'm thinking of like Statham and The Rock in the room with the writers. Like, no, 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 I want to do this shit. Like, I <laughs> yeah. want to like, no, 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 no. Like, the it, the car goes all the way off the cliff and then we come back on, <laughs> which happened in the movie. Right. But like, it, it looked like they were having a blast. Um. But uh, yeah, their their relationship was probably my highlight of the film. I thought it was fun. I thought it was just like it was like a buddy. It was like a buddy adventure film. Yeah. And it was it was cool. And like I said, those cheesy one liners when they hit, they hit. Well. If you if you notice when Hobbs goes back to Samoa, there are movie posters in his garage. It's Forty Eight Hours, uh, you know, classic buddy comedy. It's Lethal Weapon, another classic, you know, mm-hmm. buddy comedy. Then you have a movie called Cobra that starred <laughs> Sylvester Stallone back in like nineteen eighty six, where he's yeah. just, just like 
renegade cop that like even the trailer has him like sipping a beer during the middle of a of a store robbery. Really? Yeah, it's yeah. it looks rad. like the like most awesome action movie. Is Jean-Claude ever. Van Damme in it too? <laughs> Sadly no. <laughs> but like like that's exactly what they wanted. It's like these it seems like these three movies were the pinnacle of what they wanted Hobbs and Shaw to be. Mm-hmm. Like a buddy comedy that just fucking just gets to the point as fast as it can. Like think about Idris Elba's intro. He walks up and she's like, "Who the hell are you? Who are you?" He goes, "Bad guy." Yeah, that's a great line. Just so like, just like we don't need to give you the back. It's just bad guy. It hit. Yeah, it's like there, it. there, there was no like flashback of like better times or anything. He just no. walks up like, "We can do this all day, or I can just tell you that I am the bad guy yeah. and let's move this story forward." Yeah, yeah. he was. Great. It was legit. He Zach, was what was your highlight? Oh man, this is like I guess when parents have to pick a favorite kid. I don't know. This <laughs> yeah. is. Uh, uh, you know what? Like the my favorite action. Well, I mean, them pulling a helicopter. Like that's that's a phenomenal action. I still scene. don't know what happened. I don't I'm like, really. I don't fully under, I've seen it twice now, and I don't fully understand what happened in that <laughs> oh, scene. God. They hit him but with the moonshine. <laughs> they hit him with the moonshine. Right. Um, that's a great scene. But there's a scene early on when when uh, when Idris Elba tries to take. Um, I can't remember her name. The sister. Oh, uh, something Kirby. Her name is. Uh, well, her the actress is Vanessa Kirby. Yeah, Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby. Kirby. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when he tries to tries to steal her from the CIA headquarters in London, and and so they're getting away. They're getting away, and so they do two different like mm. kind of cool action moments where one. They've got to turn the the car around, and the rock just catches a guy on a motorcycle <laughs> and like barrels him into yeah. a column. Yeah. And I'm just thinking like. But the amount, like I get it, he works out, but no one works out that much. Like, like your, that's your pec would have been shredded. Yeah, like that's, it's, that's what I was thinking it's too. It's so flawless that he just grabs a guy off an oncoming motorcycle and slams him into a into a, yeah. a brick column. But so that and so that shows like the brute strength of the Rock's character. But then it goes into the kind of the driving. It's one of the very few like oh by the way this is Fast and Furious because here's a, mm-hmm. here's some cool driving. But he he drifts under. Um, under a semi truck yeah, right. on the street, he drifts under, it and it's just a cool shot the way it shows like going between the two trucks, and he just makes it out. And then Idris Elba comes by, like I don't know, ghost riding his motorcycle, yeah, which was weird. also a transformer because yeah. it kept making the Optimus Prime noises yeah. throughout the movie. I don't know if you caught that. I did. But, <laughs> I did. But, like four times, it does the Optimus Prime, yeah. like rah, 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 whatever yeah, that rah, noise rah. is. Yeah, but he comes sliding in behind it on the motorcycle, kind of like jet skiing on it or something i don't really know how to describe it but that action scene like i legitimately the first time i saw it in the theater at the premiere i was i i just like went oh and i yeah. like clapped once like this out of reaction out because, of reflex. You, because usually when that happens like it's usually the first car that makes it through yeah and the second the one that's in tow is like oh we almost had him yeah, yeah, yeah. but he just is like nope i'm going to like contort my body yeah. through these wheels and hit top speed as soon as i get out right yeah that was a that was a fun part for me because after he goes flying through the bus that was he great. gets up and he's just like fuck they got away like just fucking yeah. physically mad i'm like you should be in pieces right now. yeah like I don't know why but, I put cause my because he's, he's black Superman. He's that's black Superman. Yeah. He's black Superman. That's what, that's what he about calls four yeah. times. <laughs> but that was just so. If you if you try to nitpick this movie, you can do it for hours. You know, there's there's no reason to. This is one of the the rare movies that you are allowed to turn off your brain and just watch fucking action for for two hours. Yeah, and it holds up. And it's better than the Meg. It's better than I don't <laughs> know about that. I don't know about that. But why don't we nitpick it for sure? Why don't we nitpick it? Maybe a couple nitpicks, maybe one or two. Spencer, what's a nitpick you had? I don't know if I can only do two. There's so many. I don't know if I have one, so you can have mine. <laughs> I, I have one right off the bat. Is the this is Zach Citizen Kane? It is. Yeah. <laughs> 
the uh, the line where uh, oh my gosh, uh, The Rock, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson <laughs> says to his daughter, uh, "You know nothing, Jon Snow." Like those forced lines, oh, yeah. it just feels yeah. like you're just taking me out of the movie. Yeah. I don't need those in there. You don't need. It's that. like oh, you. This was written a month ago. Right. Yeah. Like, so those, those could be. Yeah. Those are kind of a nitpick. Some of those lines, but the one at the end when they finally decide to like, like they're like, "I got your back, brother." Like I got in. Like it was that moment where I was like, "That was a little forced." It took him that long to kind of get to that well, point. You go, you go like an hour and a half, and they're just bickering, 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 and you think they come to the point where they're like, "Oh wait, now it's time to work together." Like we're going to Samoa, and this is me pretty much saying, "Hey guys, we're in the shit. Let's all work together." Then the fight scene happens, the last fight scene happens, and they look at each other like, did you see that? Like, I laid a hit, so now let's work together. I got your back, brother. It's like, wait, you guys already got past that point. Why yeah. are you guys verbally State talking them, about like, it? Statham stood up for that. him in Samoa. It was like, hey, man, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like, like if you that. didn't get it at that point. It's just so, it's like not exposition technically yeah. because it's not a, but it's also just an inner monologue they decide to <laughs> voice where it's like, hey, if you hit him, I'll take a punch, but then he'll be over <laughs> to hit. And it's like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, what? That's, that's how like fighting did works. Guys, did you guys laugh though at the end when, because you know it goes off and they're just walking, you know, yeah. and uh, St- uh, the Rock says something like like a jab at Statham. He's like, hey man, don't make me. And then they just start laughing yeah. and they go, ah, yeah. and they just keep walking and then the film ends. <laughs> <And I'm> like, <laughs> I'm like that was uh, that was Cobb and Chop. Some of the like, in I I mark this as like the absurdity because you have a helicopter being like mounted by four like fifty year old just like transformer ass cars that all have Nas in them, and that was yeah. the point where they were like, wait, this is a Fast and the Furious movie. We have to put the core element in this, which is Nas. So you have these fifty, <laughs> you have these fifty, sixty-year-old cars like hitching themselves perfectly together. First off, again, nitpicking, one of those hitches would not happen in real life. Literally drove up and just threw the fucking hooks and was now, like, perfect fit. There we go. Now, normally I would agree with you, but when spoiler alert in Furious Seven, yeah, when they do drive a car out of a skyscraper into another <laughs> scraper, out of that skyscraper and into a third skyscraper, yeah. I did read an article from a from a physicist who said, All right, technically this could happen. Technically so, that can happen. I that's, think I think the hitching's legit. That's just like projectile. Like Yes, if you fucking wow. leave from a top floor and hit on a other floor on a bottom floor, like you can land it. But I don't know, Spencer, you're a physicist. Physicist like, said it. <laughs> it was, I didn't check his credentials, but they said, said it was a physicist. But I it wasn't. It. it wasn't just one car that stopped a helicopter. It wasn't two. It wasn't three. It was four cars. But did That's you more know, believable. Did you notice because they showed it every single time a new car That's came believable. into it? Every time a new car came into it, they showed the little emblem of like Hobbs Company. Yeah, like, it's like, oh right, they've worked on this car. I get it. But like by the fourth one, I'm like. No, I get it. Like yeah. it's a family business. But then, but then the Rock has his has his Captain America moment where like all hell breaks loose. Oh my god, he has thought to, of that too. He has to grab the helicopter yeah. and like chain it back to the car, and you're like, you should be split in half right like, now. Yeah, also, that also, part. You know what's a much lesser version of that though is when he does fly down the skyscraper on the the yeah. rappel ropes. Yeah, he doesn't have gloves on. Nothing. He's just yes. riding that thing, and his hands yes. are flawless. Yeah. As soon as he like wrapped his hand around the yeah. rope, I'm like. Oh, you're done. Like, yeah. You you can't fight anymore. No. Your hands are ripped to shit. Can't fight. He wouldn't be able to feed himself. <laughs> like, there's just no way. One of the other, like, crazy fucking things was, like, if I, rem- if I remember correctly, they arrived on Samoa with their fucking bulletproof vest on. 
Yeah. Like from, yeah, yeah, yeah. from the previous fight in like Russia or whatever it was. But when it's time to actually fight Idris and Co., he walks out in his like yeah. Samoan, Samoan uh, garb. La, yeah. What's it called? A la, like a lava lava. I, I think it's called lava lava like that. Yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. skirt thing. But then midway through the fight, he changes yes. out of that and puts his shirt back on. And, I'm like, and pants. And pants. Okay, wait. I, the, I will say this. Where did he, he get those pants? When he walks out, <laughs> there is a shot when he walks out with the garb on that I thought I could see pants he, No, he has pants on yeah. under, under, I believe. Oh, yeah. okay. But the fact that he's like, I'm going to need to take where, this off at some point. Where was this shirt? Where was the shirt that he changed into? Was it like tucked I into the he, back? He had like a no, slim I think he did grab it off yeah. of something. And then he was like, I'm just going to... But why put it on what? at that point? But how do you know to put the shirt right there like on a fucking yeah, side of a car? Yeah, you're going into a war. No, he was standing on the back of the truck and then it cut scenes and then he just had the shirt on. He He's literally putting on the shirt. Maybe the there's, scene, a, maybe there's like, a deleted maybe. scene where his mom tosses him the shirt as they drive by. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's what talk, if there's let's, like a story behind the shirt? Right, yeah. Let's, let's talk about his mom because his mom is legit as old as The Rock in this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, like 100%. Both of them were like 50 years old yeah. and I don't understand. Like she Technically, she would have to be like 85. I thought it was his sister at first. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, oh, mama. Like, yeah. No, that's your oldest sister. Like, it'll be okay if you said that's your oldest sister. And I was like liking the, like the tropes of like, oh, he's going home. Here comes the tough love. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When are they going to re, like rekindle that flame? Oh, there it is. That would be cool. my nit- <laughs> that would be my nitpick, and maybe that's where another half hour can come into this movie. Is that I don't under I don't I still don't know what happened between him and his brother. No. Oh well, they talked. Uh, he talked about his dad. Remember, and his dad, his yeah. dad was like beating or something like I, I, I forget the context, but like he reported his dad and his dad went to prison and didn't really disclose that to the family and the rock left and they thought he just abandoned him. Sequel, uh, his dad gets out. Oh, his Whoa. maybe his dad's behind Etienne, the, Ooh, the giant service, right? Shit. The whole time I thought Ryan Reynolds was behind Etienne. So did I. I, I thought think, that was yeah. I think the well, answers are with the shirt. Why? I, I think it's... <laughs> Let's not bash my favorite uh, Fast and Furious movie of all time anymore, okay? Why don't we talk about the future of this franchise? Oh, shit. Uh, what are we thinking is going to be next? Another I, Hobbs and Shaw? There was a mid-credit scene, a post-credit scene, a before-credit scene? There was a lot. It, it, all right. If, can I, uh, one more nitpick. Yeah, yeah. If we're going to have three different breaks in the credits and yeah. one at the end, we got to speed up those credits. I know you guys worked hard yeah. on it. I did get to see at one point that The, the Rock had a barber on set because he's <laughs> yeah. credited uh but like you gotta i need you gotta speed him up yeah it's already a two hour and 15 up. minute movie like so many people. or just like like go just all at once put them yeah put them right after the initial credits like why are we waiting to the end like it's we'll sit there but you're making us sit there yeah. like, just put them all at the end right the future to me is the rock will have more jean jackets to wear <laughs> he had four different jean jackets in this movie did you notice that? And they uh, and they all fit like shirts. He wears it's the same kind of outfit, just in different ways. Like every <laughs> time, it's like a jacket and like a super tight T-shirt yeah. and jeans. But you but you're right. They play them like it's it's themselves in every film. Um, f- for me, the future will probably. I, I'd like to see Hobbs and Shaw more than I would like to see the Fast and Furious franchise continue. Don't say that to Tyrese. He's fucking pissed. I know Tyrese is really mad. <laughs> yeah, he was already hanging on by the thread of this franchise. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, but uh, no, nah, I'm sure you know. Look, it's going to make a shit ton of money. They're probably going to greenlight something here in the next day or two. Yeah, they've already thrown a, you know a reason for a sequel, right? Like the yeah. the end, it tells you like, oh, I'm coming for you. It's going to be revealed, like yeah. whatever. There, there's going to be another Hobbs and Shaw. I would actually like to see a Brixton prequel with Jason Statham in it, 
You, That'd be great. You or even bring him back into the franchise amount. You did not see him die. That's true. You saw he, him get deactivated. I can easily see him washing up on shore somewhere. Yeah, that felt who he to is. me like it didn't feel done. Didn't you can't? Right. It's Idris Elba. He's one of like the leading man in Hollywood. Like yeah, you're not going to sign. Him it was a vague, vague fall. He's going to be <laughs> a good go. guy. He's going to be. He's That's maybe what happens his, in the franchise. Maybe his shit gets wiped clean, yeah. and he doesn't know who he is anymore. Shout out to you, Letty. But. <laughs> But I mean, it, see him coming back. It's crazy those in, like the worlds they can play in now. Like they could do a complete series on the Shaw family and like MI six and stuff like that. Yeah. And I actually, really quickly, I thought Vanessa Kirby did a great job as as she was um, really good. Sister, yes. And I'm excited because she's in line to play Catwoman. Yes, and I think she'll be great. She might. Yeah, she, she might. might play, she might. I, but I'm, um, I'm I thought. Do you, th- I, do you I think she'll be great. better than the other Catwoman movie? <laughs> um, I don't know. I think the basketball scenes they have in mind for this they one have won't, to, be they as, have to keep that. won't be as electric yeah, as the previous. True. The yeah. editing will be great in yeah. as well. Yeah. More oh. dribbling. Right. More dribbling. Yeah. 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 But, um, uh, yeah. I, I mean, she I dribbled like Wesley Snipes. I think, I just think the future of this is we're going to get probably a trilogy out of this. They're going to tie back into the Fast and Furious yeah. franchise. There, there have been talks that I forget who said it, but one of the producers of Fast and Furious even said, like, Going to outer space isn't out of the question. I'm like, the Rock right, is going go. to actually. I would see that movie. The Rock <laughs> and Statham going to space, 100%. and the the the, the one liners they would have in space. Yeah. Oh my god, Statham in space. I'll take that. We're 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 in the golden age of Statham and the Rock. This is like like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in like the 80s and 90s. Like, yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't think the Rock's slowing down. No, he's he's making just banger after banger like it's even like even skyscraper did really well i know like it's rampage 2 right rampage 2 is coming out like i I did have a moment in rampage where i I didn't see that i gasped i i saw it yeah it's 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 not a great movie but it did it did catch me at one point where i i had emotions i had i was invested i mean yeah i i would say to matt too if you want to go back and watch one, go watch Fast Five with the Rock's yeah. introduction. Fast Five is the pinnacle. That is that is so. Start franchise. with Fast Five. You could, yeah. I mean, I would start with the original, yeah. just because I think it's important. Two through four, it's not really important. But no. you got to like, get the Paul Walker story too. Yeah, and like mm. he and he and Vin Diesel's relationship through this series is like it's the most important part. Yeah, and yeah. like in like one into five, you don't, you really don't miss much other than the introduction of a couple of characters. But you're gonna. They almost reintroduced them anyway. Mm. You can but, yeah. you can drop kick Tokyo Drift out of the Rolodex. <laughs> that was my that's my second favorite uh, Fast and Furious <laughs> movie, movie that I've ever seen. Oh, if yeah. you can find a way to like unwatch Tokyo Drift, that'd probably be best. Yeah, but just burn it out of my brain. Just, just burn. It's just all, one of those that's always one, on TV, right? Yeah, the fourth one's super. Go super office terrible. space that VHS. <laughs> <laughs> Final thoughts I'm, on this movie? I, I wouldn't say I'm worried, but I am a little concerned with how they're going to tie the two together. Because like the Fast and Furious franchise is still going strong. They're making at least 10 of them. And finding a way to mo- to not make this just a fractured side piece, yeah. they are going to have to mend whatever that friction is between the cast at some point. And so I, I don't really know how they do that. Maybe that does happen in space. I don't know. But it's... I am a little like I think they'll figure it out and they're gonna make great action movie after great action movie. But it is it does feel a little weird that this is so far off. I well, I think I understand what you're saying. I think you, you can possibly shed the fat when it comes to this. This can be its own franchise. Yeah, absolutely. We fully expect it to be. Yeah. So if yeah, it already is. if this franchise is you know rising and Fast and the Furious, I'm not saying it's bottoming out, but you get into the point where like 
how much can they do? Right. You just fucking take the best pieces from, from Fast and Furious and bring them over to Hobbs and Shaw if they want to do that. I know yeah. there's there were whole contract uh, negotiations about each one, like Vin Diesel, The Rock, Jason Statham had in their contract they can only get hit certain certain amount of times. Jason Statham's not allowed to lose a fight. They're not allowed to lose a fight. Yeah. That's where I just there's so many fucking stalemates in this franchise. Because literally Vin Diesel thought he was getting hit too much on screen and it would portray him as being lesser than his um, his on-screen companion. So he's like, I want it in my contract that I can't lose and I can only get hit a certain amount of time. So bring all that shit yeah. over to Hobbs and Shaw. You all, you, shut the fat of yeah. Fast and Furious and let's just keep going. But let's you go have to, space. to have The Rock in Fast and Furious. Yes. Because yes. It, that franchise will well, die out yes. if and he's not there. That was great in the fifth one too when he came in because it kind of took away like that that alpha male complexion that Dom had in all the series and he was yeah. just like, really? Like, <laughs> and, and that, you know, that, that was a great um, relationship to kind of watch unfold. I just want to see in the future, I want to see The Rock and Vin Diesel just keep out superhuming each other. Yeah. Like, do, yeah. There, what movie was it? Was it six or seven where Dom literally like Stomped on the top of a parking garage and that entire floor fell. I think it was seven. It's seven. Was it seven? And yeah. they're having the fight on the very top. Yeah. They talk about no glass shards. They run two cars right into each other yeah. and they walk out and like, let's go. And yeah. They and they're like, like <laughs> let's do it. That's and they, br- like, they bust I'm out here. like tire irons. They're yeah. like, all right, I'm just going to hit you with these. <laughs> but, but like, Vin Diesel just literally like stomps on the top floor of a parking I mean, garage and it crumbles. And I'm like, I'm here for this. In eight, they stop him from getting burned by a blown up submarine <laughs> by just parking cars around him. Like you guys, it's. You guys like ever it's, go to those like? <laughs> you ever go to those shitty bars and and like you could see everyone drinking those big fish bowls of just yeah. like a blue or pink drink? That was yeah. this movie. Yeah, absolutely. It was like it's just per, like, I agree, it's take just so good. Take yeah. it to the dome. But yeah, but my my <laughs> last thought is I do. I said this before. Like I look at this movie. I go into it. With the same expectations I go in with like Jurassic World, right? I don't really care what happens. I just want to see dinosaurs fuck shit up yep. for two hours. Man. In this movie, I want to see The Rock and Statham fuck shit up. And I that's think, what they did. I think they they uh, mixed those two franchises. Bring them in, yeah. <laughs> Fire yeah. T Rex in space. Absolutely. Or we go Transformers route, like you were talking about, yeah. where the the, yeah. the yeah. Decepticon sound effect that, that motorcycle you heard was the motorcycle. awesome. That motorcycle was so cool. Listen, imagine Vin Diesel driving Optimus Prime. <laughs> Iconic. That, that takes him to space. Too. <laughs> that takes him to While space. While a raptor is chasing him, right? Like, <laughs> listen. This is a sweet Hollywood. Movie. If you're listening, <laughs> we've we got a movie pitch here. for you. Points. EP credits all around. (laughs) Holy shit. Well, Zach, thank you for coming on film study today. We had a blast. Yeah. You're a, fr- you're a friend of the podcast, and I officially thank you for coming. Let it. everyone know where they can find you. Uh, you can read me and hear me on The Athletic. Uh, you can hear me on SiriusXM NBA Radio, and you can find me on social media platforms at Talk Hoops. There we go. You can also find us at Film Study Pod, at Pacing or No Vowels, and at Dane Mork, as well as Uninterrupted for all your WRTS content. You. Yeah. Till next time. Peace. See you guys.